Hey guys, this is Kevin Estello with Fieldcraft Survival. I'm your host for this ad space right before the podcast. And I just want to take a couple minutes of your time to uh, give thanks to Hoist. And Hoist is one of those hydration drinks that, you know, if you come here to North Carolina and you go into our fridge, you know, we'll often tell you like, hey, try this drink. It's from Hoist. Hey, we've got spares for the student, whatnot. Um, people love Hoist and you can find it in all the supermarkets around here. It's one of those drinks that, you know, I get it. Water is good for you, but sometimes water can just be boring. And if it's boring, you're not going to drink it uh, or there's a chance that you're not going to drink it. So if you have something with some flavor, then guess what? You're probably going to consume it. You're probably going to stay more hydrated. And when you are in our training courses, whether it's in the high humidity of the summer or it's in the, the dry air of the winter out in Utah, listen, you got to stay hydrated. So Hoist is one of those companies that we've partnered with and they take care of our students and they're going to take care of you. Now, all you got to do is use the coupon Fieldcraft 10, F-I-E-L-D-C-R-A-F-T 10, and you can get 10% off of your order. As I already mentioned, there are ready to drink bottles that you can find in supermarkets. Uh, you can find them here in our, our North Carolina office. One of the things that I like is the powdered drinks mix. And the reason for that is because if I'm going out into the backcountry and I'm using, you know, my water treatment method, whether that's, you know, chemical pills or I'm using a filter or whatever, well, it doesn't always get rid of the flavor and hoist does a pretty good job of masking that. So I know the water is safe to drink. I just want it to be better tasting to drink. So again, guys, uh, please check them out. I use it. A bunch of the folks here at Fieldcraft use it. My buddy, John, you know, who runs uh, the gray farm, John is probably the biggest hoist junkie I know. So check them out, go to their website, use the code fieldcraft10, you'll get 10% off of your order. Also just wanna give a shout out to all the students who have come to our classes. Guys, it's been an exciting training year. We've run a lot of different classes all over. Uh, Jared, also known as Army Mace, has been teaching up in the Pacific Northwest. Um, I've been up to SIG. I've been teaching all over out in Utah. A lot of sold out classes. I appreciate every one of you guys for coming out and training with me, training with my team, training with the good folks here at Fieldcraft. So shout out to all of you and hopefully you'll enjoy this podcast. So without further ado, let's get to it. This episode is brought to you by BioPro Plus. Why do our hormones suck as we get older? Our human growth hormone and its derivative of growth factors can reduce by 50% by age 35. And it doesn't matter how hard you train, how good you eat, if we don't have the proper hormones in our body, we're not going to get the results we want. BioPro Plus is the first of its kind non-synthetic alternative to prescription human growth hormone. All the benefits of synthetic HGH without any of the needles, side effects, or doctor's visits. Guys, that's the ad that I'm supposed to read, and it's the truth. But I've been on BioPro myself for a year and a half, and it has drastically changed my life, my fitness, and my health in general. I suffer from traumatic brain injury from years of blast overpressure, uh, working with explosives, and uh, I don't suffer from any of the side effects anymore. My fitness is better than it's ever been, and I'm going to be 45 next week. So head on over to bioproteintech.com. Click on the link, use code FIELDCRAFT for $30 off your first order. Don't take it from me, go try it yourself. How's it everyone, this is Nate. 
I get to welcome you to the podcast and tell you about our sponsor for today, which is Oakley Standard Issue. Oakley Standard Issue is a division of Oakley specifically for serving those that serve government, military, law enforcement, firefighters, and EMS, the whole lot. Qualified members are going to get exclusive access to new products, service-related discounts, that's the big one, but a whole lot more. Products they're probably already known for is the eyewear. Their eyewear is ballistic rated and industrial certified, perfect for on the job. Footwear that meets uniform regulations while on duty, which is kind of a big deal. Some of my favorite boots I've ever had are the Oakley boots that I picked up when I was in Fort Bliss doing a ton of ruck marches there. Other accessories like gloves and backpacks. Uh, some of my favorite gloves I've ever had have also been Oakley gloves. Newly released off-duty styles and collections are definitely stuff that you want to head over and check out. Head on over to oakleysi.com to register. Then you can take advantage of our discount code, which is fieldcraft15 at checkout to receive an additional 15% off of your first order. Again, that is oakleysierraindia.com. Built to protect. Make sure you head on over and check that out. Because every every horse has got like a scabbard exactly. for a long time. They, they've kind of, I mean, like when you know you look at like just just go to Hollywood because that's what everybody goes back to with this stuff for a minute. Like they're always transitioning to the to the rifle to the shotgun as soon as they can in those big gunfights. You know? Interesting. So you I don't bring know. That I, that, that's where my head goes. <laughs> and, and here's what I think on the the civilian side, like. I'll do a CQB class this weekend with your guns, which is cool. Mm -hmm. That's the timing wise. I actually think it's better that you're here this week because I can speak smartly to the yeah. weapon system when yep. we're training it. Um, we don't usually do CQB classes, but I I certainly believe in two and three man CQB because yeah. your spouse. Yep. You know, so we don't do it from like an operator perspective or a, a swap perspective. We do it kind of, hey, your spouse or the person you love, it might just be you two together. Yeah, fact. Um Interesting. Well, I appreciate you come out here for this yeah, podcast. I'm, I'm super excited to be here. Um, tell everybody your name and then who you are and then where you came from. Yeah, so I'm, I'm Jason Day. Um, I came in from Fredericksburg, Virginia. Um, married, got five kids. Uh, awesome. Yeah, I've been in around this industry for several years now. So, um, yeah, I came from Unit Solutions. I'm the vice president of business development for the company. Awesome. If you guys have seen Kyle Morgan and some other folks on social media running unit solution guns, it is a training weapon system that we've decided to go with. And we had all the options because it's unilaterally by itself, an individual weapon system that's very unique. Mm -hmm. And compared to all the military and I would say law enforcement applications, a more reasonable option. Yeah. Especially for civilians. We train military, we train law enforcement, and we train civilians. But I'm like, what is the thing that consumers can get? Consumers can't go on Simunition's website, get some FX rounds, and get some uh, bolt swaps for their guns. They can't. Right. I mean, it's, it actually is LEO restricted. But it's very different for you guys, right? Right. Yeah. We can, you know, the great thing about our rifle is any of the platforms we sell all, all in one system has, you know, all the same attachment points. Though you run all the same lights, all the same lasers, all the same optics, whatever it is that, that, that you're fancy, run it on your rifle. Um, but we can deliver it to your front door, ships to your front, front door direct from us. Yeah. I like that. Cause you know, we, one of the things that we had a difficult thing, uh, 
bridging the gap on is Sims simulated type training, not Sims. I mean, simulations is a company, but simulated type tra training, including force on force, but doing so realistically and doing so on a budget. I mean, those all those things don't exist until you guys came around because if you got a simunitions account, you had to go through loopholes. I mean, we're there's only a few uh, civilian companies in the country that are allowed to use that, including us. We had to get permission from the vice president of Glock. I have a letter from the vice president of Glock <laughs> to get approved to do that. And it's because of our training in law enforcement. And then the liability and insurance, because those those rounds will hurt you. I mean, those those things are crazy. Um, I mean, they're crazy realistic, but you got to be in a, a full blower suit. I mean, you got to have your role players. Everything's got to be really restricted, which is the guidelines and the insurance and liability and all the stuff. Mm -hmm. But then on the flip side of that, you go out and buy an airsoft gun and it's not realistic. All right. Because most guns don't have thousand round capacity magazines with as many 0.177 yeah. um, pellets you could throw at somebody. Um, I mean, it's super fun, but there's a there's a gap between kind of screwing around playing games for the sport, which is I get it, it's fun, and then realistic training. All right. And that's where you guys came in. How how did the company tell me about Unit Solutions? How it started. Right. So we we as a company um, were you know looking at the market and we really started DoD you know focused. Um, Looking at it and saying, okay, what's the gap? What are what are what are what are guys and gals, service members? What are they what are they what are they missing right now? Um, and the gap was they didn't have something that was accessible that let them use, you know let them be able to use the system wherever, right? Um, they you know all the current solutions up to up to when we came about that were that were viable. Uh, or primer based. So you, you know, you still got to do the range control thing. You can't use it where you really want to, even with blanks, it wasn't, you know, you're not, you're not getting that, that feedback immediately. So just wasn't ideal. Um, and what we've seen is, is that was a, that was actually probably one of the bigger points that we identified, not just for the DOD, but now as we, as we're carrying over in law enforcement, private training and in the civilian market writ large, um, we're, we're seeing that as a, that's actually a big, big gap that's out there for all consumers. Um, we started, so, you know, we started in roughly 2016, uh, with, with, you know, by concept idea type thing of, we wanted to offer something that wasn't that, um, you know, that didn't have that gap, but what, you know, that, that also gave you the ability to not have, you know, this, this toy that airsoft is. So we, uh, you know, we approached a firearms manufacturer. So we're, we're, we're manufactured by Lewis machine and tool currently. Uh, we had them manufacture that rifle for us so that we could start with a firearm and work backwards. Oh, we used. Yeah. So we, we, we basically dove into the, the, to, to the rifle itself and changed the minimal things that we needed to, in order to be compliant and be certified as a non-firearm by the ATF. So we changed, you know, some minimal, obviously there's a, you know, when you look at this system, the inner barrels are just a little bit different, but that, but the barrel itself is a, is a real barrel. The, you know, the handguard, your rail, um, you know, all the forgings uh, are all the same as, as a real rifle. When you dive into the lower, you start to see, okay, this thing won't accept a real, you know, live magazine. There's some slight dimensional changes on like the takedown pins and that type of thing. But other than that, it's, again, it's meant to run all the same stuff you do on your real rifle uh, in, a, in a platform that's realistic, durable. The system just runs. Yeah, and we don't we don't have the jam ups that you do of a lot of the other things that are out there. Yeah, that's 
I think out of all the things, that's kind of the the one diagnostic we judged uh, your company on because reliability was the number one thing that we had issues with across the spectrum of Serta, Sims, the list goes on, even Airsoft, mm-hmm. because you would run them and then in the middle of the drill, they would fail. Right. Um, and then you could slap racket as much as you want and it was just filling up the barrels with crayons and you had to use rods to get all the stuff out. Yeah. What makes yours different in reliability? What is the 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 secret sauce behind you guys being more reliable than competitors? Right. So we since we it's it's, it's frankly it's a little over engineered right now mm. um, because we dove in and went far and backwards. You're just you just don't have a lot of those things. You know when you talk about sim, right? It's 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 not. A, a real firearm. I mean, you're, you're, you're have, you've got, you've got something that was specifically developed for that use case. So it doesn't, you know, you have those jams like you're speaking of that type of thing. Um, and then with airsoft, it's plastic. Mm. So it's not going to be durable. You know, we take just for our magazines, for example, those magazines are dropped six feet off the ground, 300 times mm. to make sure that that one piece that's, I'm highlighting the magazine because it's a very specific thing in other training platforms that just fail. Yeah. Just fail over and over. You and drop over. an airsoft mag, it shatters in exactly. pieces. Exactly. Yeah. It just it just shatters and or or you know the internals are no longer working correctly. All those thousands of BBs you have in there, you just wasted it. Um, slash, you got to break it open to get them out. It's it's a mess. Yeah. I yeah. Uh, we we talked about it offline about the importance of uh, civilian training. And when I started Philcraft, there's certain things that I would do and wouldn't do. Like I I don't I don't see a need in teaching civilians dynamic free flow CQB. Mm-hmm. Because, I, not because I'm like, oh, those are classified tactics and techniques. It, anybody could go online and get all the tactics and techniques, but it was more so it's like not realistic. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not gonna wake up with a fire team by your bedside. I mean, right. that would be weird if, you're, if you've got <laughs> dudes just hanging around your bed. But you don't, that's not how it works. But certainly you and your spouse, um, you and your mates, you know, you're out with dudes you trust and something pops off. If those guys don't know how to integrate with one another and kind of read each other, have a baseline of tactics and understanding, you're not going to be successful potentially. And, and we all all know two is one. And so when I when I look at the class that we're teaching this weekend, which is CQB, it's based off that premise and, and focused on home defense. And we talked about many of the scenarios in home defense, but... It's funny you brought up that uh, in the Wild West, um, even the old movies, they're always working themselves to a longer scabbard, shotgun, um, lever action rifle, uh, you name it. it, it, The focus isn't on the pistol because those are close range engagements and everything outside of that, they're seeking the longer arm. And so your subcompact in EDC is not the home defense weapon system. And I think this idea is fairly new to civilians. I mean, I've been talking about it for probably 10 years. And and still people just don't get it until they get it. And then they're like, oh, well, I do need an M4. So I think it's applicable because it's not just for like the Kyle Morgan LEO active shooter course. It's certainly built for the civilian. And you said, which is really cool, there's a justification for a civilian because now they can train in their own home, right? Right. Yeah. So I, I mean, I'll 
me, for example, right? What I've got a routine that I've just developed around being able to use the system at my house. So we've got a concept at unit, that the house is your bubble and you need to be able to protect your bubble. Mm. So, um, you know, I, the, the routine that I'm able to go through at my own house, uh, and, you know, we're, we're doing UGC to show it, you know, uh, user generated content to be able to show it, um, you know, in my own garage, I put the garage door down and I'm shooting targets. I'm doing marksmanship development. I'm doing, you know, skills development inside of my garage. And I'm kind of building towards that, you know, being able to execute a scenario at the end of the week type thing, where now not only have I built my skills and I'm taking shots at real targets, um, but now I'm able to go through and, and if I want to work the stairwell in my house, I can work the stairwell, just me or as as I'm developing now my wife and my kids, mm. I'm able to show them, hey, this is, you know, this is how I think we need to do this as our as our little team that we've got here because this is what we're going to have. Mm. Um, so you can work the stairwell, you can work the room, you can take actual shots, not messing up any of this stuff in your house. You can take actual shots in your house. You, there's other systems out there that have been able, you know, that let you manipulate the trigger, but you're still not putting, you know, quote unquote rounds down range. Yeah, I, I think there's so many justifications for it, especially for people who are newer to M4s. I mean, we get people who are newer to pistols, have never touched one. And then the the gap between pistol and carbine is like, whoa, I don't even know if I'll ever get there. It's like, you can get there, but this right. is a good entry point into safe gun handling practice before they commit. Right. Uh, I had a guy here who just bought a BCM from us. We carry um, BCM carbines, um, hope to carry unit solutions car, uh, training carbines as well. But he comes in and he's never even held one. And this is before we got... Uh, committed to the back end and, and using these for training. But now we could say, hey, you're new to carbines. Let me take you in the back and let me show you some things. And and that is incredible because for pistols, whether it's a CERT, a SIMS, an airsoft pistol, there's plenty of resources for it. In the carbine world, there's just not. Do we? Do you know why that is? Is it just because it's expensive as a startup? Yeah, it's... We experience that, yeah. I think part of it's expensive as a startup. Um, you know, the I think it's just outside the box thinking a little bit on our on our end as well as is just thinking. You know, start having having the wherewithal to be able to say, let's start with a firearm and work backwards. It's just it's a it really is truly a, what we're doing is a novel concept. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I can't even think of one other company that's doing a proprietary system like that. I mean, there's plenty of drop-in kind of deals where you take your gun, mm -hmm. which I think is a bad idea. Taking a live gun and integrating some kind of training system into that live gun, it, it concerns me a little bit because the crossover between, like I, I tell guys when we're running sims, we don't confuse or cross over any of the two because we don't want to increase the chances of an accident. Right. And when you're complacent at all, when you have those kind of integrations, like a bolt in your system that's just supposed to run a plastic thing versus the live component, it gets a little wonky for me. Right. I, I've seen training accidents happen, especially with Serta, where you just drop in the bolt. But when you when you see it on your end, it's a proprietary thing that's committed to it. What's the talk me talk to me about the um, the actual projectile? and how that whole system works. Right. So we uh, kind of working from the magazine. So we've got you know, what we call the T-Pack. It's just the, it's kind of what, what everybody would commonly refer to as the ammo. Um, so we shoot a, we shoot blanks. So if you, if you're just working dry fire type practice yeah. or you want to, you know, if you've got some other system, you're trying to just, you know, not have to just 
you know, cycle your bolt, you know, you're, you're racking the charging handle over and over. We, so there's, there's, that's what we always pitch the blanks for. The, we shoot eight millimeter spherical projectiles in, the, in two forms, plastic BBs, just hard plastic BBs. And I always tell everybody, hey, these things are really great for, you wanna do the skills development, you wanna do marksmanship, you know, those types of things. That, that's what they're, that's, that's kind of the use case, if you will, behind those. Mm. Um, and then we've got paint rounds, uh, eight millimeter spherical projectile paint rounds and T-packs as well. Uh, in those T-packs, 30 rounds each. So you're getting the same thing that you would have in your real platform. That's what you're getting that's what you're getting in, in, in the training world as well. So we're not introducing any weird training scars, bad training habits mm -hmm. or anything like that at all. Um, you know, you're able to, the beauty about that T-Pack system is, you know, 15 seconds, even if you're going slow, 15 seconds in and out and you're back to training, right? So you're able to just get more reps and sets and that type of thing in. Is uh, it like a mag change? Like you would do a, a, a bolt lock reload or a slide lock reload? Yeah. So, you know, obviously drop the drop the mag, make sure the weapon's clear, set it to the side. And in, in the bottom of the magazine, you just undo a latch. It's on the back side of it. It's, it's a safety mechanism built in. Uh, once all the CO2 is cleared out, if you just shot one or if you're inserting a new one, you just undo the latch, drop the bottom of the, of the magazine just around, it's, it pivots uh, on itself, insert a new T-pack, close it back up in the reverse order, and you're, you're, you're back to training, however, whatever that looks like for you. The next question I was going to ask you is the uh, cycle of operation, and it's mm -hmm. CO2, right? Correct. Yeah, we use we use we use CO2 canisters, uh, and, and that's all built into that TPEC system currently. Is that is that like the same thing you would get into a air gun, like the small CO2 cartridge, or is it this fill thing with the larger bottles? No, we use we use the canister, so no fill. The the downside about the you know another airsoft weird thing is the downside about those fill bottles is is, is you, you never know really how much gas you're getting in there so you know your first shot's going to be a little bit different than your last shot mm. um and because we use those co2 canisters and we've we've really we've done a lot of work into making sure that uh what i just actually just laid out we want your first shot to be the same as your last shot so you know it, it's it makes it to us it's a, it's a lot more realistic and because we're using those canisters you know that um you know you talk about you know, your muzzle velocity, you talk about your felt recoil, all those, all those, you know, training things. Uh, it, it, it just makes it realistic across the board. So, you know, going back into the realism piece. So interesting. I, I, I think that's the better play because I've seen the variations, you know, whether it's electronic and it's battery powered all the way up to the, the fill canister. When you got the little CO2 cartridge, well, you could do things like travel, mm -hmm. you know, you could uh, go to a local Walmart and pick it up and right. still sell them at the, you know, over the, over the counter. Is there any plans for you guys to expand outside of the AR platform? There are, yeah, we're in uh, 2024, we're, we're planning on coming out with a pistol and just, just to kind of work and actually what we've been discussing here, you know, how do you, our, our vision is, is that you've got, uh, you know, unit solutions platforms that you can work into transitioning from your everyday carry, uh, into, you know, building up towards the rifle at home type stuff. Um, you know, we're going to be, we're going to be working on accessorizing the rifle a little bit more, just, just, uh, you know, how, how we view it right now, we've got a, we've got kind of the baseline, you know, MVP, uh, product out that we're going to call it. I think it's, I think it's probably better than an MVP product, but we're going to work on all this, all the common things you see across firearms industry, making sure that we're, we're partnering with the right people to do so. so. Awesome. Let me ask you this. What, why, why do something for the civilian uh, community? I mean, this is an easy 
easy bridge for most law enforcement and military to see because they do it constantly. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the purpose? What was you guys' um, objective in going to the civilian training market? Right. I mean, we, you know, we see, I think because we started as a DOD company, you know, we were able to see that, okay, this has got a, this has got application for the warfighter. We've got, we've got, you know, DOD customers. Um, but as you look at that, there's a lot of that same type of, 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 you know, reason, if you will, for the civilian populace as well. They've got the same need to, to train when you look at how, you know, we've been talking about training today. Um, you know, they're doing it obviously in a different way. You're not, you know, you're not working in the fire team and that mm-hmm. type of thing, but there's just as big of a reason for, for, for people to be able to have something at home that they're working on for those drastic scenarios, right? Like home defense scenarios are real. They can happen. Mm-hmm. They happen more often than I think any of us would care to talk about. Um, you know, the, the, the things that go on in society, right? The, these things are going to happen. You're either going to be ready for it. Or you're not, and mm-hmm. we feel that we we fit into being able to make sure that civilians, if they choose to be, can be. Yeah, I th- if you train for the best case scenario, then you might as well have a megaphone, right? Because that's going to mitigate all your risk. But it, it makes no sense because bad guys now, I mean, they're getting smarter. Mm-hmm. They're evolving their tactics and their own procedures and how they do things. Mm-hmm. I saw this video the other day where a um, they had a UPS, a guy in a UPS outfit, and he had the package in one hand and he had his phone in the other hand. And he was playing it off like he was setting the package and doing the thing. And he rang the doorbell. And all he was doing was waiting for the person to come to the door. So they would look and say, oh, it's UPS. What's up? And then open the door. And then they would be exposed, be compromised. And then he had a couple of buddies around the corner and they all ran into the house at one time. When you look at home defense, you don't carry your everyday carry in a fanny pack in your pajamas. Or right. you should. Maybe you should. I don't know. <laughs> um, I carry it all the time. Um, so you're likely going to retreat. And when you retreat as a tactic, where are you going? And then what do you have to defend your life? Right. You know, that that subcompact might not be appropriate for the the sake of concealability for defending your life against a whole bunch of people trying to do you harm or one guy with capability mm-hmm. or the, just a firearm. And so I always tell people like, I'm interested in winning. I'm not interested in losing. And if that has to do with uh, ego or arrogance, um, I'm not gonna play into the ideas. I'm gonna be like, yeah, Mike said, have night vision, a suppressed carbine and all the things. Like, why would you not have that as a contingency? Um, I'm interested in the pistol thing because, man, I can't fill the gap. I got a cert pistol mm-hmm. to train to for people who have never touched a gun. I want them to get the reps in. And when we're doing group training, I don't like people holding sim guns, flagging each other because we got 50 people in the room, especially in these weekend or these weekday courses where we train for free. I want them to get the reps. So the cert is the perfect position. And then you scale a little bit. The simunitions, there's a big gap in the middle, mm-hmm. right? And so I want people to shoot a realistic projectile. I want them to get the felt recoil, muzzle flip, all the things, and feel like, ooh, this is kind of intimidating. It, the gun's going boom in my hands. Mm-hmm. Is there any, are you going to release a specific model or is it going to be something that you guys are going to scale into, like start with a couple models and then start building them out? 
So we'll we'll start with specific um, as of as we sit today. You know things things you know tend to change, um, but as we sit today, you know we're we're, we're looking heavy into a Glock type platform. Yeah. Um, just it's the most we want to be accessible, right? So it, yeah. we, we want to make sure that we're building that in. So that's it. It tends to be you know an accessible platform that even if that's not what you're running, you still understand. Yeah. Yeah. It's close. It's close. You, you get, get the holster it. for it. Right. Cheap. Yep. Yep. So we, you know, we want to be able, we want to make sure that the pistol we develop is going to fit in the same holsters as that, is that, you know, that, that weapon, that, 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 uh, that pistol that it's developed around, um, you know, for both this, the civilian consumer and for, you know, your LE officer as well. That's obviously not, you know, I, I mentioned Glock, that's probably not as heavy for the mill, obviously, as they're running, you know, the M17s and the M18s. Um, but, um, you know, we, what we want to do is a start there and expand upon that into other platforms as well. So, you know, we'll, we'll be able to look and see and say, Hey, um, you know, we think that X pistol is the next thing and we'll, we'll start building that one next. Interesting, man. I'm, I'm excited about that for you. Um, when you look at, uh, all the competition, when, when you're servicing a DOD consumer, most civilians would be like, well, I, you know, this is cool, but I, I can't get this. Like a, if you want to get a simunitions gun, mm -hmm. you got to go to a dealer or a distributor more, more likely. And then you got to get permission. And then you have to be a law enforcement officer or military, I believe. And then you got to go through an FFL process. Like those, my sim guns are FFL transferred. I'm like, and I got like 30 of them. All right. That's a pain in the butt. But you can go online and buy your system right now and have it delivered to your door, right? Right. Yeah. You can go online to our website and purchase one of the three different models we've got right now. And, and what are the three it. models? What are the breakdowns? Yeah. So we've got, we've got a, um, we've got a just, you know, think of the common AR-15, you know, 14 and a half. It's, we have, it's a 14 and a half inch free floating barrel, you know, full length rail, um, you know, works back into, you know, the, the, the basically from everywhere there backwards is the same. Uh, we've got, we call that the spec ops. Um, we've got a CQB rifle that we, we call, we affectionately call the CQB. It's, the, it's a 10 and a half inch rifle though. Um, free floating barrel, free, free floating, you know, the rail is, is, is the same. Uh, and then we've got what we call the classic, which is an M4A1 model type of rifle, whatnot. So you can see, you know, obviously there's probably one that is, you know, heavier weighted towards the DOD, but there's a, you know, you can buy any of those from our website right now. And they're complete systems, right? We're not talking about uppers that you put on a system or a lower, they're complete systems with the magazines and all the things. So you can get to training out the gate. Right. Yeah. So if you go to the website and you buy a rifle, you get the, the upper, the lower and a magazine um, for you to just start training as soon as you get it. And then obviously the other part of that is making sure you order your ammo like you would with anything else. I'm gonna do kind of an unboxing thing for content for the app on the on our Philcraft Survival app. I got a couple of videos on different pieces of equipment that we've uh, gone into. And it'd be really cool for an education piece for the guys, I'll do that as well. And maybe have you um, there as the expertise. I think it's fascinating that now more than ever, civilians and civilian training, which is very applicable. I mean, uh, um, we that's what we do. I mean, I think last year we trained 10,000 civilians. Wow. So our focus is civilians. But um, if you're a civilian, you're listening to this and you don't have an M4, you don't have a carbine, you don't have a, a 2,500 feet per second tool that can get it done. Um, one of the things that we talked about was like sh even shooting through obstacles. 
Um, bad guys don't stand in the open or in the middle of the room like the nifty paper target you shoot on a flat range with no obstacles. They're going to be hiding. And having that higher muzzle velocity, more capable round to reach out is huge. And then even just for BRM, like shooting different variations of positions, you know, using the 14.5 and training up for Camp Perry for the President's 100 or whatever. Like all of those things in dry practice and dry fire are huge, hugely beneficial. How loud is the the blank side of the weapon system? So we we operate at about 80 decibels. So it's an it's it's loud enough that you're getting the, it's like a loud clap, right? Yeah, it's a it's basically a loud clap. So it's loud enough that you're getting the the feedback. It operates all the shot timers and that type of stuff. Um, you know, so it's loud enough that you're, you're getting that feedback, but not so loud that if you're, you know, for example, for example, if I'm training in my garage and my wife is in a different part of the house, she's not yelling at me about this thing is so loud. Stop shooting. Your neighbors ain't calling the cops. Exactly. Your neighbors aren't calling the cops on you. Um, you don't have to worry about, you know, any of that type of stuff. Do you guys have any suppressors? We have, so we, we partner with a company called Blue Can and it, it, so it doesn't give you the suppression. It muffles it though. Yeah. It, it, and it, and it's, and it, we're really after making sure that, you know, so if you're using a 10 and a half inch rifle, you know, you've got that same training length, you know, so yeah. you're not introducing the, the, the weight. The, yeah. 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 Then the weight, we don't want to introduce bad training habits, bad training scars and that type of thing. So you've said that two times now, and I appreciate that because a lot of weapon systems, especially air on the airsoft side. Mm-hmm they instill a lot of bad habits and training scars that aren't translatable to real skill sets mm-hmm. in real life. And that and that's what's scary is because if you're bought on to the idea of getting the reps and you want to improve your skill sets through those reps, getting the wrong reps is setting you up for failure, but your systems, they literally are translatable to the real thing. Right. I, I, I love that idea, man. What's... what's um. What's next in the future for you guys? I, I mean, I, I feel like you guys have big aspirations or doing some heavy lifting in the training space. I don't see anybody else doing it. Right. We want to we want to continue to do like we're doing with you guys, continue to, you know, to draw in the civilian populace, both in just your individual consumer and then making sure we're partnering with the right people that are offering the right training that, you know, they're helping people just be prepared. You know, like it's it's the being pre- I can't stress that enough. The being prepared side of things is real. If you if what what we've what we've started referring to our rifle is, you know, it's the non firearm that every firearms owner should use. If you've got the tool, you should be training like this. We we, that's that's how we're headed. That's we want to make sure that we uh, we we continue with the with our partners that are headed that same direction as well. It's like a marriage made in heaven. (laughs) Phil Cross Survival Unit Solutions. Um, Just let you guys know, Unit Solutions and the weapon system that we're talking about will be the real exclusive uh, weapon system for training here at Phil Cross Survival for CQB, home defense, and all the simulated training that we have here in the back and our little uh, nifty shoot house. If you guys want realistic training, come and get it. Um, the calendar, I'm, I'm about to start dry heaving all the all the training we got dropping on the, <laughs> on the calendar in 2024. Uh, where, can, where can people go to find the stuff that you're talking about? Um, and and do you guys, you guys do social media as well, like we do uh, education and stuff. We do. Yeah. And we're going to, so, um, you can go to www.unitsolutions.com to take a look at our website, our products, buy direct from the website and those types of things. Um, we're on Instagram. We're on, we're on uh, Facebook. We got a presence on YouTube. We're actually going to, that's one of the things that us as a company we've identified, we actually want to kind of go back through our YouTube channel and start 
making sure we've got a better education process mm-hmm. and that type of thing as well. Um, you know, and then we're, we're, uh, we're starting to kind of open up the doors to, you know, the Twitter slash X and, you know, th- those types of platforms as well. So we're all, we're all over social media. Do you guys, can you guys buy, can you buy, like if somebody wants to interact with the unit solutions, we hope to carry them here mm-hmm. in our pro shop. Is there any other places that you guys have these these systems where people can go to get them? Is that something that's coming in the future? We're, so we're working through that type of stuff. Um, you know, there, we've had, believe it or not, we've had several uh, like gun stores, kind of more popular gun stores start to approach us about wanting to carry products as well. Because we, we recognize that, you know, not every consumer is just going to go to the website and, and just buy. They want to be able to put it in their hands. And, and that we more often than not, as soon as somebody touches it, they say, oh, I get what you guys did here. This is awesome. Mm, I like that, man. Well, I appreciate you guys coming in and um, look forward to doing some education content today with you. Yeah. And seeing how these things work and then educating you guys for all the things that we're doing here in the future with civilian training in mind. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks. Thanks.